0: Welcome to Brothers Red. Liverpool have drawn one all against Crystal Palace at Anfield in the second game of the season. Not exactly the result we were hoping for, boys. Matt, it's difficult to stay positive after that result because we were just hoping for a win, weren't we, after that uh, poor performance on the opening game of the season last week against Fulham. How are you feeling? Well,
1: we were expecting a win, weren't we? Absolutely, After after the start against Fulham. Obviously disappointed, because these are the type of games that you've got to try and take three points from. You know, you look at them two games, Fulham away in Crystal Palace at home, you need to win them games, unfortunately, particularly in the in the climate of trying to stay close to City. So it's disappointing. But what I would say is I thought um, there was lots of positives, actually, in the sense that when we went down to 10 men, we showed so much good attitude and great character to actually get back in the game and uh, get a point at the end. So I think that, I, I don't think we were lacking in in attitude and, and trying and effort. It was just one of those unfortunate nights that Nunes got sent off and, and it probably, I think we, if he would have stayed on the pitch, I think we probably would have won the game 2-1. I, I thought we would have won the game. So, yeah, it's disappointing, and it's kind of a lesson lesson that he needs to learn, really. Um, so obviously, we're all left very frustrated and disappointed. Because the Palace only had, can you remember them one chance, which was the goal. Well, it was the low, it's the low block, isn't it? And the counter attack. The thing is, is that they had a few chances in the second half, didn't they? Um, oh, it was, yeah, it's out the post. It's yeah, it's hit the post. So they they still did have good chances. We had we had the better of the chances, I would say, but. Um, yeah, see, we always say, don't we? It's that classic thing as well. It's about getting the early goal. You know, when we were watching it there, and and we were thinking, well, we we just need to try and get that early goal because it really does. That early goal really helps against the low bottom. What was the crowd like? That's like, as we on the, on TV watching, it seemed the stages were been quite quiet. Maybe no, no, no I think there. I think it was electric when when we when we equalized. You know, it was it was it was like a European night. So, so the crowd were trying to be that. Um, Eleventh man, maybe just a, just a and on. But, but even,
2: even before that, the crowd were up for it because the first fifteen minutes Liverpool yeah. played quite well, actually. Yeah, yeah. Dominated large spells of the game. Been, as Matt rightly said, just largely frustrating, wasn't it? Really balance. Yeah. You know, we're already four points behind City after two games, and I think you kind of that creeps into your mind with with as well as the the obvious that you know, Nunes is now up for three games. and
1: Yeah, I, I suppose on reflection, looking at the game, Nunez first half, second half, uh, before he got sent off, had a, two or three really good chances, didn't he? So if he was able to convert one of those into a different game... Salah had a good chance, didn't he, from that Trent kind of cut back as well, didn't he? I think it was Trent anyway. Yeah, and overall, James, I would say much better performance in the full-on one, but again, it's hard to look past the result. Um, But given that we're down to 10 minutes, as Matt said, that you take the point, but I think my concern is that we can't afford to have any more disappointing results. We really have to kick on against United. It's a tricky, you may disagree, a tricky fixture because of the the, the rivalry between the two teams. You know, United are playing really poor at the moment. It's not an easy game to navigate against United, I don't think. Plus, we're decimated by injuries, are we? Yeah. Um, so there's going to be an interesting one you know we need to you always say James don't you that we need to go on a, a spin, um we need to get a couple of results under our belts and I think we need to now to have you know five five or six wins to really get us back on, on course no no James James says we need to win 12 games on the yeah. we do need to win those that's no game. it's true isn't it I mean, we, we probably do need to win our next 12 games to uh, <laughs> to be uh, to be in the Sniffer City maybe but yeah.
0: I mean Paddy uh, it's a bit mystifying really isn't it that that we haven't made a positive start to the season I mean we looked as though we'd got a good pre-season done there were signs that we were getting into rhythm before the opening game particularly with the performance against City in the Community Shield I mean can you put your finger on why it's not quite going to plan I mean I wanted a fast start it's more of a false start
3: Yeah, no, disaster start really, Uh, especially look at the points total. Um, uh, Newly promoted side, Palace finished 12th last season, um, should be getting six points. Um, Loads of injuries, red cards, uh, it's just been disaster really. Um, I thought the performances, full one was a bit flat, first half, second, uh, second half. And I thought the performance actually yesterday was, was really good. I thought there was a load of uh, good performances. We looked dangerous. We could have been 3-0 up before Palace scored. Um, got hit by a sucker punch. Um, so I don't want to start flapping already. It's just too early in the season to be just putting it into context. Like, like, you have to build a basis for the season and, and get in a position. Like, you've got to earn to get in the Champions League place, never mind fight for the title. Um, and we've had a bit of bad luck in the Palace game, I feel. And um, we didn't play really well against Fulham. So just too early to lose your red and overanalyse, really. The um, performance was better. And then um, we just we just need to get three points on the board and, and start the season um, from now and just, just write them off. Um, can't even think of City or anything else at the moment. It's just far too early. Um...
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, we've got a uh, friend of the show, Matty Campbell, with us tonight. Matty, um, I was asking Paddy about uh, what went wrong there. I mean, what did you make of the lineup? Because we were a little bit disrupted I mean, in the build-up, weren't we?
4: I thought it was really interesting he started Nat Phillips, obviously, over Gomez. Um... And I think, you know, Nat Phillips really struggled against Zaha. There was a number of times where Zaha was just running rings around him, getting him behind. And Nat Phillips just didn't really know what to do. You know, he was really struggling. He wasn't stepping up quick enough. He wasn't, you know, tracking back quick enough. Um, but I think, you know, an important one, you know, important uh, thing to point out is Javi uh, is Elliott. I think he really, really impressed that game. I mean, he's my age. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's starting games at Anfield for Liverpool. <laughs> I just think, you know, that's just a bit ridiculous. His, his passing, his dribbling, his link up, you know, everything was just working for them. Um, and he just seemed to be all over the pitch, you know, all the time. I think that's, you know, they've got a really bright future. um, I think as well, um, just to add obviously what Paddy said about, you know, not you know, making sort of any rash decisions and like thinking oh it's all over. um, You've got to look at like the bits of individual class we've got in that team. You know, Diaz to pop up with that goal virtually out of nothing. You know, that's something to really look forward to. And you know, Mel, you know, I think he, he went missing a couple of times in that game. But there was there was chances he had where he really showed a bit of class and just didn't quite manage to finish it off. Um I think I think the biggest letdown is obviously Nunes. I just think maybe we just gotta wait and see. Let him let Klopp sort of calm him down a bit and hopefully he'll flourish once he's got properly settled in.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I think um, Matty makes some fair points there, I mean Harvey Elliott was a big positive I mean you look at Nat Phillips coming in, he doesn't have any rhythm frown at all, I mean it was a kind of a, a an echo of the 2021 season wasn't it when you see Nat Phillips lining up because obviously Ibu's injured, Matty was injured recently and then we heard that Gomez had a knock although he came on in the second half and looked really sharp didn't he but um it's difficult to criticise him, but y- you really would hope that we'd do better and Van Dyke would do better for that first goal, Fran, because I just feel as though that could have been avoided.
2: Yeah, I don't think Nat Phillips um, played particularly bad. I think his distribution was a little bit poor. But I think just to, just to add to that, You know, the the midfield should have been taking the ball off. Nat Phillips a little bit more. It was a bit one-dimensional in terms of playing the long ball over the top. But for me, it's um, Fab. Fab was the the issue for the goal. He's meant to be the destroyer, isn't he? He's meant to mop up and clean everything up at the back. And he just allowed Palace to get in and and thread a ball through to Zaha. So I just felt like it wasn't really... Van Dyke's or Phillips' fault really it was more that Fab just didn't do his job. And uh, you know, the last two games, Fab's just been really
1: poor. Cool. Just, just with Van, Van, Van Dyke's off, well, because I think we ought to be a bit more critical of Van Dyke for the goal because he has this style, I think, of just allowing almost confidence. He allows the defender, the attacker, to have a um, space thinking that. Either the striker's going to miss it or Alisson's going to mop up. And he almost, if you look at the goal again, he goes over and you think, oh, he's going to cut, cut him out. Yeah, cut Zaha out. But then he just slows down and says to Zaha, go have a go. That's always a perilous strategy. And he is, you don't want to be too critical of Van Dijk, but you don't see Van Dyke doing his last ditch tackles and thought, had he just jumped in there and slid in, he would have cut it out. It's that confidence sometimes which, I think it's a bit misplaced. He, he almost has too much confidence in his ability and Ali's ability. I that maybe on third, James, but it just do Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think he was getting near it, to be honest. You I don't see him decreasing the speed, though, but th- he goes over, he matches the speed, and he just backs off. Zaha allows him to shoot. I
2: it was a good finish, though, wasn't it? So I think it's very I harsh. Th- to- I, think on, I, th- I think it's very harsh, yeah. I,
3: I don't think he was getting there, and I think... If anything, the final seconds, I think Ali's and Van Dyke's positioning, just the body shape, was to let him shoot on his right foot. And it was he's cause he's left footed, isn't he? He's
1: left footed,
3: is he? I thought he was left pegger, isn't he? I don't
1: know.
3: It was a it was a great it was a great finish. And he's just so dangerous with the speed. I think I think, I think the right comment there was it was Fabinho in the midfield because Palace had we didn't have like 40 yards to play in there. They had two thirds of the pitch where he picks up the ball and skins Fab there. It was pretty much two on two the rest of the field. And Zaha was just sticking to Nat all all night. So, he only needed to time one good run and he was going to get in. So, I think the yeah, you're right. I think the um, we needed to stop the ball through. And that, that wasn't good enough, really. I I thought Fab actually played all right. Um, I think that instance he got skinned yeah Um, but there wasn't many and I thought he, did, he mopped the ball quite well but uh, you yeah, know it's different you see different things don't we you at the match so you might have seen different
4: I think things with Fabs, the, on- the only thing is is I noticed he was quite slow on the ball and he was quite slow to pass it off or I mean he seemed to want to try and like take on a player and then get the ball away rather than just making a simple pass and you know trying to move on play and just keep retention of the ball Um. And it seemed like that yeah. was him as well. He think, be, uh, think. Uh, I think maybe well, the answer to that might be you know putting Hendo in sort of the number six next game and just giving Fab's a rest.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, you analyse it, James. It'd be interesting to see what you what you think of this as well. But for me, Fab's been so reliable and such a colossus in the midfield because he he breaks everything down and he does the simple pass. As Matty was saying, but I just felt like even the basics, Matt and I were obviously there in the game, and some of his passing, his distribution, even short, short passes, you know, not even over the top long balls, but you know, were off par. He was, he was, he was by giving the ball away in certain areas. It was, it
1: was just bringing the the counter attack back on us, wasn't it? I think he's just slightly off the pace, isn't it? Slightly. Well, maybe it may it. just
0: take a few more games or the next game. I think the big issue, guys, the, the the big issue is that um, and everything boils down to this, is that in far too many games, I know it's been well publicised in the media, we're going down to an opening goal. And, you know, if, if Liverpool have that first half and it's nil at half time, no one's worried. It's the fact that we go in one nil down. So not only are we not scoring, we're then conceding goals, and I think we've conceded the first goal, haven't we, in the last six Premier League games now? Which is obviously mm. a legacy from the end of last season, which I think Klopp says has got to be looked at in its context after an exhausting season. But we've had this last season as well. Is that if we just if Liverpool can't find a way through, or they're not at the best, or they're not fully calibrated, and you know, like they are at the moment we've got problems with injuries, we just need to make sure that we are, you know, watertight at the back. Because then with the players that we've got, we'll always, we'll always give ourselves a chance. Because Carvalho and um, Salah could have won that game for us at the death, even for Nunes getting sent off. So, but I'm, I mean, my feeling, Andy, is that, you know, this is, you know, this kind of thing, you know, in life, when it rains, it pours. Liverpool are not really... Uh, at the best at the moment and things are just not going our way. But I did think last night was a, was a more positive performance. It was a step in the right direction. Um, I think we could just do with getting players back now because there's about nine or ten players on the injury table and quite a lot of players like Gomez and Hendo were carrying knocks last night. Obviously, Simakas came back. But I, I think if you look at it in another way, if Nunes stays on the pitch, and then we, we as Matt said, we probably we probably get the winner, don't we?
1: I think so. My concern um, during the Fulham games, we looked completely off the pace. You know, lethar- lethargic, we you know we there was no no aggression. Was last night? It seemed that we were getting closer to our best, so it was much more intensity, much more aggression. We were able to churn out more chances, as you say. Nunez could have had two or three, Salah had a couple of half chances. So on another day, those goals go in. So as Paddy said, I think the, the correct and balanced approach is to say we've had a sort of stuttering start now. We need to really pick start to pick up the wins and yeah, take chances really. I'm pleased that you know people like Milner coming in doing a good job, setting the tone. Um, I think the only broader concern I would have is that. When we looked at the game last night, I was looking at who was on the bench. You see, as Matt said before, we've got a depleted squad at the moment. So just given the intensity of the season, given we've not had a great start, not just thinking ahead, it's not great to think that we've got not a skeletal team at the moment. We've got a a team where the first 11 is going to be really good, but then the options thereafter are not so good. I mean, what I would say is, though, it appears it appears with the injury list that they're not major injuries so they're not like ones that are going to you're going to be out for several months they sound more like uh, well, unfortunately, injuries
2: unfortunately it could, it could be quite damning in terms of by the time plays do start
1: coming back where we are in the league if we don't pick things up well, they might start filtering just back in gradually I don't know, but, uh... mm-hmm. just on that point Jada said that it was less of a concern given that we had it was a much better performance but as Matty said as well as a good point that even though the result wasn't great, and Paddy said this point as well, there were some standout performances. I don't want to repeat the point made, but Elliot looked good in that role, which is promising because we've got a lack of quality, a lack of creativity in that midfield. And it seems to me that Elliot, albeit not robust and strong, he seems like he may be able to have that creative flair. And again, point made by Matty is that Diaz, as soon as Nunez went off, it was strange. It was like um, the light switched on with Diaz. He thought, oh, no, I need to step up now, and I need to take the flame, um, I need to you know, run with the banner for the team. And he really did pick up his intensity. Guess who was, was top tackler? It was Diaz, was it? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was tackle six. draw himself. What do you Like a, an influx of energy when, when Nunes went off. Well, maybe. Nunes and then that, that kind of flat chise, didn't it? Yeah, but that you know, you, you're I mean, going to so need... He's got that in his locker, hasn't he? In that, the absence that... of... Marnay, this year, you couldn't need the Diaz to set up, and they
0: had
1: a very quite
0: well, quite game against, and it was an amazing goal, wasn't it? The way you know, he must have skinned about 12 players and then knocked it in. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, it was, uh... I, mean I, I think, I think, finally, pad, um, uh, I think we just need to talk about um, the Nunes situation. I mean, um, I don't want to be too hard on the lad, but it it. it, it it probably cost us the win, didn't it? I mean, what are your what are your feelings on what happened?
3: I thought Palace were uh, played as well. They they wound us up. They were doing a lot of uh, they, they, the first half. They played like a, a, a stoke, weren't they? They were very um, very deep, but they had they've, they've got quite an um, like athletic physical side, and they were they were leaving the footing a lot. Just little things that were winding people up. And it was winding me up watching it. You probably noticed it more being at the game. And um, Darwin just just overreacted. It was a red card, wasn't it? Um, I think he was moaning about something beforehand. And he kind of was putting his head in. If you watched the, the replay, was putting his head in a couple of seconds before. Then he turned to the referee, obviously agitated. And the guy's come and put his hand in his His face is pointing at him, hasn't he? And he's turned around. And I don't think he's he's went to nut him, but he's left his chest and his head there, hasn't he? And it's aggressive. And it's the speed of he's. he's (laughs) That's generous, that body. Left his chest
1: and head there. Left his head there. He goes and nuts him, doesn't
3: he? No, but he he, he turns quite aggressively, but I don't think he, like, you know, like a classic (laughs) headbutt, do you know what I mean? It's Not like a... (laughs) You know, his head touching both floors where he comes through and proper doctor him like you would, Andy. Bad head. Um, but it, it just turns like it, it's a reaction, an aggressive reaction. I don't think it's like a calculated nut. Do you know what I mean? It's definitely a red, definitely aggressive. Um, and he needs to learn. And I think with the two strikers that we've got, we've, we've changed the front three. And I think what the lads are showing, Diaz could score more goals he misses his chances I think Nunez has missed a lot of good chances already in just a couple of times we've seen him but they both look dangerous and I think we may just have to go for a period whether that's three months or six months where these lads are just a bit raw coming into the team and they need to get up to speed and they need to you know like you know Mane was a little hot and cold in his first couple of seasons and even even towards you know he, he'd have periods when he was a bit more senior that's why you need the other lads, like, you know, like Mo and Bobby and Jota, to, to to help them out and mix it up. So maybe they're just a little bit raw and it's going to take them a bit of time. And I think Nunez will, will learn a lesson, but a Palace will wind in a more ball game. And that's, uh, that's it's attractive. a good tactic, is it? It's a good tactic. They used, they used to do it to Mane, they used to wind him up. Uh, we yeah. don't often get red cards, and if, so I don't think Klopp, Klopp will like it at all. Yeah. Um, but it's just one of those things. It, it cost us, and he. I think he's apologized on social media and stuff as well. So you know he's showing a bit of like humility and stuff. So yeah, just, Paddy, that's, just start,
1: that's what with with Nunez. You you can spin it on it on its head and just say all oh, disappointed. I think it, I'm trying to look at it now. That it's good that he's got that that aggression and he's a bit narky because that will suit him well in the Premier League. I think they're like strikers like Wayne Rooney and. And Suarez, that bit of aggression is good. You need that in a Premier League. But you need to kind of channel it, don't you? So you can't be doing stuff like, like that in front of the referee. But just in terms of being aggressive, sticking your foot in, all that is good. Aggressive, aggression, but not, but not
3: aggressive, but not
1: violent. You
3: know, like yeah. Mane was. Mane was, was strong, wasn't he? And he stood up for himself. And but he didn't. He, I don't. I don't remember Mane lashing out. He got sent off. For Edison, but I, I think he was going for the ball. I don't think he meant to. As satisfying as it would be, I don't think he meant to kick Edison the,
0: the goal. The, the analogy I draw, um, is that you look at Ali when he first came to the Premier League. He was doing a few little turns, wasn't he? Cruyff turns when the attacker was pressing him, and he had that error against Leicester, I remember, and another team can't remember who it was, and then he just stopped it. So I think with Nunes, maybe there's a little bit, particularly as a young player a bit of a learning um, period where he's got to come in and got to realize, although you would expect that he's been wound up in champions league games before, or in the Portuguese league. So it's very surprising that he's taken the bait that, you know, he's got to use street smarts in response to the dark arts. You know, he can't be getting wound up or otherwise he's going to be, he's going to be targeted. But I I, I think um, just before we finish up, Matty, you know, if you look at it logically, forgetting the Fulham game for a moment. Um there's there's been a disturbance at centre back. You know, the 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 midfield is Milner, Fabinho and Harvey. And then you've got Nunes starting up front. You can see there, can't you, that there's a bit, you know, we're not it's not surprising perhaps that, you know, we're not fully flowing at the moment with 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 those little interruptions, particularly when you've got someone like Zaha who's able to play on the break you know with a against with a low block
4: yeah I mean I think, I think, I think there's, there's two players I pick out and I think it's Jota and Thiago in that if we had them for that game even if they were on the bench I think again that game is a completely different result because you know you've got, you've got Jota on to, to bring on for Nunes or Diaz or Salah and you know he's always capable of getting a goal you know he's a bit of a poacher um, and you've got Thiago, and he's he's always capable of getting on and just getting that final pass or picking out someone. I think they're two players that are really, really missed in these types of games where you're just looking for that player to, to unlock that bit of, you know, just unlock that low block and that sort of, that style of play that we really struggle against, which, of course, uh, Diaz did, but it just wasn't quite enough. You almost needed another bit of excellence from another player to get that second goal and to really push us on.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think, guys, it's um, it's a massive game next week, isn't it, against Man United? I mean, they're struggling. We've drawn the first two. They've lost the first two. So we've just got to make sure we get the three points next time round because if we don't pick up three points against them, um, you know, we're going to be in a pit, aren't we? A pit of despair. But um, I just think that we've started the season poorly and then, last night was really a result of a bit of a sending off and, and the disruption to the team, because, you know, when you you play Milner and, and Elliot quite high up and, and Fabinho is not on song and doesn't have many sort of passes down the middle and he's always looking to the wings, you know, you can easily see why things are just not quite fully calibrated. So yeah, guys, anyone, anyone got any thoughts before we, um, we finish off, any any positives to end on? No,
1: just I'm a bit apprehensive about the United game given that we won't have Nunes, hopefully Firmino's back, but I always get, and Dad has the same problem James, you know, is that when you come up against United, it's a classic um, phrase that the form goes out the window, United will be really up for it, and it's that Old Trafford isn't it, so it's just a, a dangerous game for us to go in because I think if we lose or don't pick up three points, you know it really does then become a, a terrible start, doesn't it? So you want to? I think you want to quickly pick up the confidence, confidence in the team, get three points on the board, and just hope. Hopefully, we can do that against United. It's getting get Nat Phillips up front against that
3: center uh, <laughs> half. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think I think maybe very briefly. I think maybe Salah might go down the middle. And then he might might do something like bring Elliot
4: or um Carvalho or Carvalho up
0: to the top. I don't know. But Gomez looked quite sharp when he came on, Fran. So maybe he'll he'll slip in it with Van Dyke. And then I don't know then whether Henderson should be fit to play with Fabinho and um and maybe Milner, for example, who's looked good. So we should be able to put out a decent team. I think the priority is that they play well. Um so, anyway, we I, I predicted that we were going to win 14 games out of the first 16. We've drawn, <laughs> drawn the first two. So, we, we, we just need 14 wins here on in. My prediction will come true. Uh, <laughs> we'd have to win the next three without Nunes anyway. Guys, thanks very much for joining us. Liverpool have drawn the first two, but hopefully a win next weekend against Man United will be... Something just a perfect tonic, really, to get our season up and running. Up the Reds. You've been listening to Brothers Red, an LFC fan podcast. Your host was James Cullen. Contributors were Matthew, Francis, Patrick, and Andrew Cullen. Music and production by Helen Line. The best word I can say, but will mean, describe this was but... <laughs> boom.